Welcome to the Place to Be Reviews. This is episode number 20. It doesn't seem like a big accomplishment, but two months ago I wouldn't have thought I was actually going to do this, but I was inspired by a bunch of bigger YouTubers to do this. Not only start a podcast, but start the YouTube channel. We're growing, working through things, trying to uh, make this thing work and um, get the YouTube channel going as well. So for those of you who have been listening over the last 19 episodes, I would like to say thank you. There's a lot more coming down the pipe, I promise. Still got the WCW Invasion Angle rebooking working, um, but with all this other Marvel stuff I've had going on, with Star Wars, with my IWE timeline and other things, uh, trying to start on the YouTube channel a little bit more, just putting some smaller phone videos up there, working on things, getting it going. So I really uh, would like to thank you guys for sticking with me thus far. Uh, the play numbers are going up slightly on the episodes, which is cool. Uh, I don't expect a big influx right away. If it hits, cool. If not, I might have to change the format. But right now, what I'd like to do is invite you to follow me on Twitter at The Place to Be Reviews on Twitter. YouTube, Etapokuians, The Place to Be Reviews is the channel name. You can email me, The Place to Be Reviews at mail.com. And also, 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 coming soon. A Facebook page, and if that goes well, possibly a group over there as well. Tonight, we have a very special guest. Uh, she'll be joining us shortly. I said she, that's right, um, she will be joining us shortly. She is a really good friend of mine, um, lives over a thousand miles away, so if we disagree, I do not have to worry about her hitting me with any uh, blunt objects. Um, she will be joining us in our first segment. Uh, we're going to do some more endgame discussion this evening and... And also my favorite topic, we will be talking about Cadaver Danvers, <laughs> Captain Marvel, who this young lady uh, is ready to give her opinion on Captain Marvel as well. We will be doing that and so much more this evening, episode 20, the place to be your views. Anchor listeners, you get a song, we're going to start the show, and that's coming up next. We are... The Place to Be Reviews. I am Pete right here with you, and we have been joined by a very special guest this evening. Uh, I'd like to welcome Monica to the program. Monica, thank you for being on with me this evening. Hey. <laughs> now, Monica is a huge Marvel fan, um, has, done some, uh, has done some cosplay as uh, the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes himself. Uh, Straight yes. out of the uh, the civil the civil war outfit. Am I am I? Or, uh, I'm not. I'm sorry. Uh, Winter Soldier. Did the Winter Soldier get up? Uh, and I saw that on your Instagram. That looked really cool. Uh, that Thanks. was that was a, Do you do uh, do you do any um any cons or are you just did you just do that for Halloween? For Halloween, um, I've been trying to go to a couple of cons, but you know, solo, nobody, nobody will take me. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, so so working on that still. I and I actually we had this is the first time we've actually spoken. It's been a couple of years at least. I um, know. So I'm just gonna jump in here. Uh, for those keeping track, Pete and I go way back to the HL days, and I think yeah. the last time I actually saw you in person might have been like church softball league. I'm pretty that, sure. You know that was around what uh, probably 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, that was way before I moved. Um, so yeah. 
that that's how long it's been since I've actually seen you. And I'm actually bummed right now because I know, you know, just knowing you, um, and like me, you're very animated with your reactions and your responses. So I'm a little <laughs> upset I can't see your face right now. <laughs> well, like I said, when we move the show more to uh, to YouTube, um, we'll have uh, I'll be able to use uh, video more uh, for that. So when we do some live streams, you'll have to come back on for that. Um, yeah, for sure. Because we'll be doing some uh, some bigger live streams then. Um, but I was going to say, I was going to allude to the fact that I noticed you've picked up a little bit of a Southern accent. Did I? Have yes. I? Yes, oh. you did. Oh, dang. Yes, you okay. Did. <laughs> it's, um, it's just nothing to be self-conscious about. I just I just noticed it because, like I said, we've known each other for so long, and but we haven't spoken in a while. So it's like I, I'm not used to that. So, all right. Well, hey, yeah. I want to get your take on like I said, we're going to be working in about seven minute segments. So we got about four and a half minutes left on this first segment. So uh, let's, let me start by getting your reaction to Endgame, what you thought. Um, well, you know, just we've, we've texted a little bit back and forth here. Um, I am a huge Russell Brothers fan. Um, Winter Soldier is my top ultimate favorite movie. They produced that as well. Um, I thought they just it fully exceeded this movie. I mean, with all that they had to work with, uh, especially, you know, our, our hero there, Captain Marvel, um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what they had to bring to the table with that, I, I just, I mean, I loved it. I, kudos to them. I, yeah, segments here and there, a little disappointing or a little lacking, but uh, overall, I mean, it's, it's probably one of my top for sure. I I put this one uh, up in my top five already. Um, and actually, we do share the same sentiment. Um, to me, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is the absolute uh, best entry in the entire MCU. Um, yes. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't. Chris Evans, Sebastian Stan, those two uh, singly are amazing actors, if, if nothing else. When you put them together, you know, and then, and then throw in, you know, Scar Joe, all them, like, it is just yeah. the storyline, um, just everything about it, like, it's just, it's, you know, it, it's my top. So th- the fact that they were also directing these Avengers movies and let alone this Ed game, like, I was just, I was thrilled for that. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. I really did. There's there's such a different tone um, because I've watched uh, The Age of Ultron yesterday and um, I, I watched a little bit earlier today with my son. Uh, and there's such a difference between the Joss Whedon Avengers and the Russo Brothers Avengers. I mean, it, yes, it, I think you're the only one that's noticed that besides me. <laughs> I mean, well, J- Joss Whedon is such a different cat than the Russo brothers that, you know, that style is just completely different. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate to take away from that movie because, yeah, it's a good movie. It is. Um, Ultron, Ultron is good in its own respect. Yes. And, and I, I just the way that the, the Russo brothers think and direct and, and how they, you know, come about stuff in their head. Like, I would just love to sit and talk to them one day. Just, you know, but. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's crazy different. And. A lot of people don't realize that they're not even the same people that directed, you know, Age of Ultron. And uh, I, I don't know. I just, I love it. I love them. I'm so glad they they took this one. And I think they did great. I really did. I, I think they knocked this one out of the park. Um, I, I don't know if you made it to the end of uh, yesterday's episode because it was, it was a long episode. Um, we did, uh, we gave our scores on it and I gave this. I, I listened eight- to that twice. 
Are you talking about okay. your podcast yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, I listened to it twice. I was yelling at my radio okay. trying to correct you a couple times. <laughs> well, we were when we when we did it, it was like such it was such like a knee-jerk reaction and it's a it's a lot it's a lot of movie to to digest in one viewing. I I've had it the chance is. since we've been talking um to kind of go back and um look up some scenes that are already on YouTube so I can uh kind of go back and revisit things like you know that I know I messed up yesterday, but it was like it's okay. I'm fine. I'm not. Uh, I'm not perfect. I never claimed to be. But, no, uh, I just love giving you a hard time because you know you would you would return that in a heartbeat to me. So oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> I'm absolutely. just gonna say, what was his name? Is it Jason from from your podcast? Um, yes. So clearly, Don Tito, War Machine, yep. Rhodey had zero impact on both of y'all because. That's the one Natasha's talking to. That's the one that was with Nebula that you guys are like, you know, trying yeah, to. Yeah, who was with Nebula? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it is. War Machine, Rhodey. And I'm like, man, yep. come on. <laughs> I know. He was, it, it, but that sucked because I love Don Cheadle, but he was such an afterthought in, uh, in this movie almost, you know. It was like, you know, he had, he had a few moments here and there, but it really wasn't, you know, it, it just, it did, apparently it didn't resonate with me the first time through. I, I guess did, not. <laughs> you know, but we are, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I know. I was like, because it was him, yeah, and Okoye were on the, uh, and Captain Marvel were on the, um, on the screens when uh, uh, ScarJo was running the, uh, yeah, the yeah. Yep. And, and, and I, then, and then he was the one that took off with Nebula, which I thought yep. I was interested. I, I was shocked that you couldn't remember that because I thought it was a super crazy dynamic between the two of them. It, it, and, it really was. And and then they did that whole, you know, shared the the heartfelt moment where, you know, she's, I haven't always been this way. And of course he's, yep. you know, got broken legs and it, it just, yeah. in my head, I was like, dang, you know, that, that kind of set well with me. And then you're, you couldn't even remember who he was. I was like, man, I know, <laughs> I know it was, it was bad. But like I said, um, well, I, I'm trying to keep it PG. I was, I was a little inebriated when we were at the theater. So I, <laughs> okay. It was, it was you know. Um, I, yeah. I was, uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's that. And, you know, I, I it, it just, I don't know. There's some things I know I missed, but that was, that was one of them. So you can yell at me for that. That's fine. Okay. That, that's, that's all <laughs> I really, you want me to go right into the next one or how you want to, how do you want to break this down? You go right ahead. No. What, okay. What so the, the next, the next one, this is the only two that I was really like getting antsy about that you couldn't hear me <laughs> yelling at my radio. Um, so, so you guys had picked apart the the elevator scene that they kind of reenacted, and you yeah. threw out that it was uh, in Infinity War, and it was straight out of Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, I know. I, that's why I don't even like, I don't even remember saying. I yeah, don't even. Remember. I was like, man, I was young. I was like, man, we've shared this that it's one of the best movies, yeah. and you're gonna pull the yeah. wrong elevator scene. I was like, come on. I know. Buddy. I don't know why. I don't even know why I said Infinity War. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, I, you were wrong. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I thought that was like because that was like one of the best choreographed fight scenes in that entire movie. Yes. it was in such close quarters, and when he and knowing that in the comics Cap went over to Hydra, and right. it was when he you know when he leaned into Frank Grillo and he did, gave him the hail Hydra, I was just like, yes, you know, like he's they're they're just kind of incorporating that without actually flipping Cap heel because right. you. Know, you this was going to be his 
MCU swan song because Chris Evans' contract is up. And uh, it, it looks like he's ready to move on to uh, something else or possibly behind the camera. So, yeah. So that's all I really had for you. I just had to, you know, give you some some crap about those two. But well, if that's if that's the only two things that you really had to yell at me for, and in <laughs> that, that long of a, a review, I'm fine with that. I'll no, I really that. enjoyed both of you. I, I mean, yeah, uh-huh. it, it, minus the two segments where you're like, "Man, who was that?" I'm like, "Don, <laughs> come on, buddy." <laughs> and. And literally, I was like, I'm trying to like, as we go along, I'm trying to look certain things up on my tablet. And it's so slow. Like, it just, I just get mad and I just throw it to the side. And I'm like, I don't even care. I'll just wing it at this point. Yeah. Um, because I, that's why I said I need to get my laptop so I can be fully, like, I, I can't really produce good videos right now. That's why my YouTube videos are just like goofy phone camera videos. Because. <laughs> Well, I wanted to get my immediate reaction to seeing the movie, you know, and I wanted to joke around a little bit on our way into the theater and uh, doing, you know, uh, I did my reaction to the, uh, I don't know, are you a Star Wars fan at all? If you, I don't know if you are. No, I mean, no. Well, I mean, now is not a good time. I know you are, so I know that was a huge disappointment, but. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm, I like, I like the old Star Wars, you know, like the, the new Disney stuff, really none of it is any good or does anything for me. So, no, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much like anti. Uh, I, like I said, I enjoy the old stuff, and you know, I still buy too many action figures every week, and it's yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's all the old stuff I enjoy, and you know, my kid knows them all by heart now, which is really at three and a half. Really, I, I'm happy with that. I've done. Yeah, the, that's awesome. He also like he's he's seen more MCU movies than a lot of my adult friends, which is it's funny. Um, his his favorite character is right. Is it's a toss up. It's not even between two MCU guys. It's either um, Aquaman or Black Panther. Those are his two. Uh, really? His two, yeah. Uh, literally, when him and I sat down and watched Black Panther together, which and we're gonna we're gonna go off the rails here for a second, and and I do that frequently because yeah, I do that my, in a daily life. So I mean, yeah, my, my insane scatterbrain works. Right, is, um, shiny ball, squirrel, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> squirrel, I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> I'm with you. I like that. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we're sitting there watching Black Panther, and that's the first movie he actually sat still and watched. But like he was like ooing and eyeing over. Like he was that's like adorable, enthralled with it. So then we watch Aquaman, which is an amazing movie. Um, Jason Momoa, like completely like killed in that role uh he owned it um i i don't like amber heard but she was excellent in that movie as a, a supporting actress um the you know the, the cast was but it was the color palette and the action and that movie had absolutely like there was a little bit in there with the pollution aspect but there was really no identity politics that bled into the movie you know what i mean yeah yeah like, like a lot of it is starting to do now with the MCU. And, and this is another thing I wanted to talk to you about um, when it comes to the MCU. Uh, but Aquaman, he was like, he jumped out of his seat and was like, wow, like multiple Aww. times. So it was like, it, it was really, it's really cool to see um, his reaction to, uh, you know, to these movies. And, but yeah, I, I've seen, I, I think I've watched Black Panther eight times now. Um, really? Yeah, it's it's actually one of uh, I can pick it apart. There's a lot wrong with it, um, 
but I still like it. And I honestly legit gave it a seven. I gave it a seven and a half out of 10. Um, I went that high, despite the fact that the fight scene with Killmonger and Chala is uh, the CGI is horrible. Uh, right. That's they, a, I, that, that killed it for me. I mean, I, I like the movie. It's solid. But it got to that, and I was like, man, you know, it just, I, I, can, I feel like I, it, could, it could have been a little better. It, given what they've done in the MCU and the budget that that movie had, I would have thought they would have done that and wanted to present that because those two characters, I mean, you've got two amazing actors in Chadwick Boseman yes. and, and, and Michael B. Everything. Um, yeah. Because that dude is—he's—he's he's great. I mean, Michael B. Jordan is a great actor, uh, and we actually watched him on—he um, was on Running Wild with Bear Grylls, uh, and I think it was just before Black Panther came out. And he's such a humble guy, like for sure, definitely. He's such, and that's—that's that's one of the things I really like about him. Uh, and I kind of hope Black Panther too that they actually because I don't, I've been reading up a little bit, and it looks like they're going to try to bring Killmonger back, which I don't understand how they're going to do it. But if they do, I'm fine with it because I really like him as a villain. Uh, because yeah. I, there was a, there was another villain that they mentioned, and it just I don't know if it would work. I can't remember who it was. It was obviously somebody from the comics, but I can't. I never read. I never read the Black Panther comic. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've went back and looked things up now just for frame of reference since I've watched the movie so many times. But, yeah. Um, no, I uh, I was talking to a couple of my friends earlier. I said I, I kind of have a little thing for Shuri myself. Um, <laughs> she was horrible. Uh, she did so great in that. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's one of the issues I have is. Uh, she's in charge of all the tech there where they really don't talk about anybody like her predecessor or anything. It's like, okay, somebody else invented all this. So, you know, I'd like to know who it was, who trained her, who taught her these things, you right. know? Um, yeah. She didn't I, just I, uh, come out of the womb knowing how to push buttons. So yeah. And, and use vibranium to make, uh, you know, their rail system, uh, right. down in their minds um and the way the planes took off that were hauling the weapons at the end of the movie so they drop with zero thrust free fall and then their thrusters kick in so with all that technology they just can't take off right right you know they have to slingshot take off um and uh what, what was his name there that uh, raised the rhinos uh get out uh, that guy, the get. I'm yeah. just gonna call him. I'm just gonna call him Get Out, the okay. the rhino, the rhino farmer. Uh, you know, those. It was kind of a funny <laughs> gag, but I mean, it was just like. And then it, it didn't just, fall in place. I think. I, I don't think. You know, it was. It was like yeah. missing a beat every time. Yep. There was. There was definitely, like you said, but overall, the movie was. It was. It was really cool. Um, Denai Guerrero, I, I adore her. I'm a huge Walking Dead fan, and I, I adore Denai Guerrero. Uh, there was a few things about, I mean, about Okoye. I'm like, she's okay. You know, I can get past the colonizer stuff. I can get past all that because I understand. I understand what they're doing. You know what I mean? I understand. Right. It's okay. Right. It's, it, it's, it's a setup. You know. You know? Yep. It is. You know, and and I can get by that, and I I can still enjoy the movie. Um, but it it, it was just. There was, like I said, there, there was a few heavy-handed, uh, you know, like ham-fisted moments, but it really, overall, I think it was, it was, it was a great movie. Um, you know, the, the, all the Oscar nominations, was it worthy of all those Oscars? Absolutely not. The ones yeah, that it won I, for I was though, shocked by that. In you know, all it honesty. Won, yeah, it, it just, it, it won for soundtrack and costumes and things like, I think it was, or set design, which the sets and the costumes were, were completely awesome. Um, right. 
I, I didn't think so, this, even the, the base storyline of it was, it was worthy of what they were trying to make it. I mean, and then yeah. I, I don't want to take away from the movie. It's a good movie, but I think they overhyped that quite a bit. Well, they, they did because it was the whole, it was um, basically an all black cast with black filmmakers and a black crew. That's, that's what they right. did. Right. You know, and, and that's, all, it's an, it is an accomplishment. I, you know, I, I don't want to diminish that. Or, Ryan Coatler's work, but it just, it, it it fell short in some spots yes. and you know, to, to, to say a movie is perfect is the same as saying, you know, I just, I don't, there's, I have never seen a perfect movie. Right. You know, there's, not there, yet. it doesn't, not yet. It doesn't exist. Um, but uh, then again, you know, I mean, I, I like the movie Showgirls. I, I'm not going to lie. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, seriously. Um, so, we can round this back now to uh, to Endgame, and what I want to talk about is a certain scene um, where it teased the A Force, um, and I don't think that the A Force. I don't know if it would work in the MCU. Uh, I'm not going to say I it wouldn't completely, but I think they need to be very wary of what characters that they try to use for that um, yeah definitely in the way that they introduce him because brie larson is already pushing for uh kamala khan miss marvel and um you know that's what superpower every little girl wants i think and i, I think you might be able to test to this is uh stretchy arms and big hands um that is uh, <laughs> yeah we just want to be normal <laughs> <laughs> like that I, I don't know i there's like like that uh kamala khan and um squirrel girl to me are just like garbage tier i don't i don't they're know not, if anybody actually they're just not on the uh, same playing field even as what they're building now you know and what they have so trying to just i mean uh, you you know how i feel about this i it just I do. it makes me cringe just even thinking that they're thinking about it you know i uh, i want to uh, i want to know now you can give me give me your hot take, your unfiltered, uncensored opinion of Brie Larson and uh, her portrayal of Captain Marvel. Oh my uh, I'm, I'm, lord! I'm, I'm giving you the floor right now because these people have heard me talk about it ad nauseum. So I, and I I've been called a misogynist. So I, I want a a female's take on this. Okay, so well. I mean, huh. just her her name, just you mentioning it twice now, I've wanted to throw up. Um, I feel like she showed up in going back to Captain Marvel, her, her solo movie, you know, she showed up with that entitlement bratty attitude. I wanted to choke her from the minute that movie started. Um, I told you that the only thing I took away from that movie was Jude Law. I appreciated him. You know, he's, he's nice to look at. Um, he's, he's a handsome man. Yeah, he, he is. Um, luckily he can act too, because that was the only yeah. form of it in that movie. Um, yeah. But no, as a female perspective, she, I feel like degraded most of the female characters within Avengers and Endgame and what they were about and what they had established. Um, it, it was almost insulting, I guess. 
uh, for lack of a better word, but um, I, I can't, I can't stand her. I can't stand her character. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stand any of it. I mean, she's so frustrating to me. Um, but yeah, okay. I, I will tell you, and and I, I, I know I warned you about the first seven minutes of the movie. I. Oh yeah. I, at first, I I really wanted to walk out because that just upset me right from the get, you know. That was but, my immediate reaction too. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's how you're gonna do me. <clears throat> but uh, the the part that got me was when she's got Thanos in a headlock. You know, yes. she's sitting here like yep. struggling, holding him back. He's legit chilling. He's just sitting yeah. there, and she's yep. like you know, look at me, like, I'm showing off on my muscles, like, I'm holding him back, and he's not even trying to flick her off, like, the little flea she yeah. is, you yep. know, and, and, and I'm like, what are you people doing, but taking that back, you know, coming off of her movie, again, the Russo brothers really had to work her in, because they built her up so much, um, and, and yeah. I get what they had to do, I, I understand, you know, they had, they had to make her an important part of it, I got it, but, yeah, I just she's beyond frustrating to me. I am not looking forward to seeing her ever again, let alone in the Marvel universe. You know, it's it's just it's horrible. She's horrible. <laughs> she's like her whole tribute to Stan Lee, uh the the post that she deleted from Instagram. I'm sure you saw that. Uh Yeah. And her tracksuit <laughs> with her like $10,000 handbag sitting here with a drink thinking about Stan it's like really bitch come on like come right. on like that, that was the most narcissistic quote unquote and I'm doing air quotes right now tribute you know, I was just like that was so and that's another thing that killed me was they did the tribute to Stan Lee in her movie I'm like I was so upset by that that should oh have been saved that should have been he, saved he deserved he deserved so much more than that Absolutely. You know, uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby have given us a complete, like, amazing universe with all these amazing characters. And she just comes in with her, inner, you know, self-proclaimed inter intersectional feminism and just wants to, you know, basically just take a dump on everything that he's done. And she did. And she did. She succeeded and in that. <laughs> And, and then if you if you say anything like I, I fight these battles and like comment sections all the time and I've been called so many. So I love when people call me an incel because I laugh and then I look at their profile and it's always the guys with uh, that they, they'll call you a neck beard basement dwelling incel. I'm like, well, let's see. I'm like, I'm basically retired at 39 by choice. Um, uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't live in my parents' basement. I own a house. Um, and I have a kid. So, you know, uh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, let's, 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 you know, and they're these little like chubby Ewok looking dudes with these patchy beards. And they're like this little, <laughs> oh little like almond, almond milk drinking soy boys, you know, <laughs> these little just beta males that like they, they try to, this is the thing. They're always the guys that white knight for these for like a woman that would not give them the time of day because even though she's an insane intersectional feminist you know deep down that she does not want that kind of guy she she's she's probably like the kind of woman that like wants an alpha male but she's such a feminist she can't admit it that's right. brie larson that's brie larson that yeah, is like, in a nutshell that is that is brie larson and that interview you you watch the interview with her and hemsworth i'm sure 
and uh, yes. dot channel that there's um and i'll send you this link there's a uh, a video on youtube i can't it's uh it's a body language expert broke down that interview and it was um it was absolutely spot on the way she called it the way uh hemsworth reacted and it was basically what she was saying was like brie wants hemsworth's approval but she she is so socially inept she does not know how to interact with people when they joke with her so that's why she's so defensive and childish and then yeah. like when she elbowed don Cheadle, he was like i told you don't to touch you know don't touch me it was like and, and, she, and she just like that whole thank you very much and then she tried to say that she did her own stunts and i'm sure she did some of them but then she had that picture on instagram with her stunt double right see and and that's where just her as a person she she wants to be this i did it all by myself where you have thousands of people behind you that you need to recognize main one being your stunt double who is actually doing the stunts like Yeah, you can jump off a five foot platform and be like, oh, yeah, I did that myself. I mean, cool. Great. But in all honesty, you know, these people that are directing and producing these movies are not going to allow you to do some of this stuff. And we all know that we all know what, you know, so it's she's like just so ass backwards all the time. I I just I can't I can't get it. I can't. I don't know. I have no, I like, I'm trying to come up with something like at least nice to, to say about, I I just can't, I can't handle her. I don't like her. (laughs) You know, and it's funny too, because she tried to try to make it sound like her whole workout routine for this movie was, you know, I trained for what she say, six months for this. And, you know, like they, they, I I pulled a Jeep. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm like, I, I, that wasn't that difficult of a feat because it's stock Jeep and neutral. On, right. I can push on, a car in neutral. I mean, I, and I'm just a little thing. So I, say, I think your workout routine is probably harder than hers. I guarantee it. I'll go toe to toe with her. I mean, I'm cool. It would not, it would not. No, she like, and then they try to come for her to compare herself to Gail Gadot is, it's a it, it Gail. She actually served in the Israeli Defense Force. She's a legitimate soldier. That's the thing that you know. Plus, she was so humble. Like Wonder Woman is an amazing movie to me. I, it's got its flaws. I but I love the movie. It's an iconic character, and to me, that is a strong female that's also inspirational. Um, yes, and she can do it right, though. You know what I mean? She yeah. can. Yeah just handle that I guess attention and publicity well and do the right thing I mean Brie Larson has every opportunity in her hands right now and she has yet to you know what I I just oh so disappointing they I feel like they could have just casted so much better I really really would have loved to see uh Katie Sackoff uh yeah or, or is she is she's she's a great actress I absolutely loved her on Longmire um I Longmire was like one of my favorite shows a couple of years back. She was great in that show and she can play the action, um, action part or possibly like an Emily Blunt, who is another one who's, she's a really great actress. She's versatile and uh, she's proven she can do the action roles. Right. Um, yeah. Plus she was, but I no, can't remember. instead we got Brie Larson. I mean, yeah. we are I so guess, blessed. 
Well, they said like Kevin Feige, they had an interview with him and it was paired up with an interview with Brie Larson and film Gop did this on YouTube. And it was Kevin Feige talking about how much Brie Larson wanted to play this role, how much she knew about the comics. And then they interviewed Brie Larson and she, they approached her about it and she really didn't know the, the source material. She had to go back and read it and all this stuff. And it's just like, she had no interest in this. They approached yeah. her. It was a money and she's already come out and said she's going to use this as her platform for her, you know, her, uh, her social, uh, political, uh, you know, personal beliefs she's going to push out. And, you know, um, and nobody has a problem with women in lead roles. I mean, uh, you know, the most of your fans of the Terminator and Alien are guys and those have two of the best female leads uh, in, yeah, in, no, I'm definitely, I mean, I'm a female. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson, like yep. all these other characters that are females that are playing these strong roles and having these huge impacts. Like I'm all for it, but uh, Mila, Mila Jovovich, uh, Kate Beckinsale, you know, um, I mean, yes. there's the list goes on and on of all these women who've led these franchises you know, that are, you know, they, they actually broke, you know, uh, I heard um, Jeff on world-class bullshitters mentioned Pam Greer and Pam Greer is like the godmother of like action stars. She was the female action star in the seventies. Yes. Pam Greer is an amazing woman, amazing actress, uh, just a beautiful, talented human being. And she broke the glass ceiling. (laughs) You know, it's women like her that broke that glass ceiling. Brie Larson sure. is basically standing on the shoulders of their of their achievements and not willing to concede that they are the reason she's there, but she wants to say that she did it all by herself and you right. know, nobody, and that, nobody, nobody but Brie. Oh, no, I mean you're in you're coming in at the end of this huge you know universe that they have built up, and, and that's how she acts and, and approaches it, and it's like. You know, you take a step back and realize, you know, there's thousands yep. of people behind you. And yeah, she just, she just, as soon as she opens her mouth to speak, I'm like, <laughs> I get so frustrated. I, I, I know. And it's funny because my wife like gets sick of me bitching about it because it's like, I'm not just like hating her because she's a woman. I'm like, and she, she knows that she knows how annoying she is. Cause my wife even said, we watched a couple of interviews. I, I said, watch this with me and just give me your thoughts. And she's yeah. like, she's, she just seems uppity and unlikable. And, and, it's and, you like- know, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to refer this back because I, I want to make a point that I actually went in, I heard she was casted. I try to avoid, you know, as much uh, interviews and things like that, that she was promoting. Um, I yeah. went into that movie fully open-minded because I will say I was not excited about um, what's, what's Scott Lang, Paul Rudd. I was not excited about him as Ant-Man. And Uh then um, I was a little unsure of Tom Holland for Spider-Man, which who I absolutely adore and love him as Spider-Man now. And Ant-Man, you know, I feel like Paul Rudd does him, him justice. You know, he fits that role well. But walking into those movies, and the same with Captain Marvel, I was a little leery, but I'm like, you know, open-minded. Marvel knows what they're doing. They're they're going to be, you know, their A-game, whatever. So yep. I appreciated Spider-Man, Ant-Man. I, I liked those characters. I, I went in this, and I, I just, I was so disappointed in Captain Marvel. But I, you know, I, I fully open-minded was, you know, super like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot, you know, let her, let her prove me wrong, and... 
She did not. She. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just want to make that point that I wasn't walking into that movie like, oh, I'm going to hate this and, and leave hating it. I, I was really hoping that they, you know, did yep. better than what I was expecting and, and she didn't. So <laughs> and that just, was just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you said that because I was the same way and I was willing to if when I watched that because I streamed it online op- the night it premiered. I, I streamed it online because I found a website that it was already on. And I watched it, and it had subtitles, but I still watched it anyway. And um, <laughs> I, I was bored. Yeah, it was like it was like when I watched uh, Solo. I, I suffered through that on Netflix. Um, I was like, I've never watched a Star Wars movie and been bored. Now I watched The Last Jedi and was physically ill because the movie was so bad. <laughs> um, but it was just like I've never watched a Marvel movie and been bored. And I, I was willing to admit if I was wrong about it. I, I would have admitted oh, that. Sure. You know what? Yep. She, she surprised me, you know? Um, yeah, I, I will admit it, but no, it was, she was, she was wooden. There was nothing there. It was like, it was a shell, you know, there was, it was, she was, she was perfect. Basically. You know, it was like, I, I kept I, waiting was, for the, like the moment I'm like, okay, you know, it's going to pick yeah. up, it's going to pick yeah. up, it's going to pick up. And now all of a sudden the end credits are rolling and I'm like, that was a horrible movie. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. What they did to the scrolls, though. I mean, the scrolls have been. Yes. Okay. They you. It is known. Anybody that's picked up a Marvel comic book has known they are the enemy. Since 1962, I think it's like episode two of the fantastic or episode issue number two of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, they've they been, are like the, the evil, baddies. the enemy. They are. That's who you go after. You know, you're going to war against. Like from day one. And then Miss Pris comes in and now all of a sudden she's rescuing them and like giving them a home and making it this huge spinoff. Like they're these great people. I'm like, they, they no. were, they were, they were just misunderstood refugees. No. What do you think? That, w- what do you think that was a shot at? Oh, well, let's see. I yeah. mean, ugh, you know, I mean, no. it, it was just, it was, you know, uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck that uh, wrote that movie. They literally had no idea what they were doing no um, i mean they just, it was it was that movie was bad that's like i didn't like thor 2 the dark world um yeah that one wasn't my favorite either that was super slow also i thought um but absolutely it was just dry and slow but i would i would watch that on loop for 24 hours before i would watch captain marvel again oh hands down i'm right there with you <laughs> it's and and at least like i said i have i have somebody who is the opposite sex and can you know kind of uh co-sign to what i'm saying so everybody knows it's not just me you know there's 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 actually literal real women that feel this way too yes no i i um seriously like and and can i just can we just go to okay this was the other big thing because you know you're obviously you walk into captain marvel and you see nick fury Two eyes, okay? So you know at some point in time in that movie, he's going to lose his eye. I seriously was like, okay, is it going to be this time? Is it going to be this time? Like, you're waiting for him to lose his eye. And the bitch-ass cat is how it goes. I was so pissed off because I've read those comics. You know, he's the war hero, you know, and and they've they've spun that a couple different ways in the comic books of how he loses his eye, which any one of those I was okay with. But... The 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 fluking cat? No, I was so mad about that. I I mean, he that was he horrible. Lost, he lost his eye in combat in the comics. 
Yes. Right. Well, in one of them. Um, one of them. Okay. I, there was another spinoff. I'm trying to think of how the other one went, but uh, it was a similar thing. He, both of them, he was out in combat, you know, doing yeah. certain things, and uh, and and they there. I want to say there was three different ways. Actually, we might have to Google that. But um, yeah, it, within the comics, there was several different ways, and they decided to use it as the freaking cat, like yeah. you, you know. That was, and this is the problem with another thing with uh, the Nick Fury. I don't mean to cut you off, but while while we're talking about Nick Fury, um, the end of the movie where he's writing the Avengers Initiative, and he calls it the Protectors Initiative at first, I think it is, or something yeah. like that. And, and and then he looks at uh, uh, Cadaver Danvers and her <laughs> her jet. Which is funny because she never could fly an active mission. It was all experimental and test missions. Um, right, but then all of a sudden at, at the a, end of the movie, she's, yeah, she's got her own shit lined up. I mean, yeah. it was it was like a – it just – I don't oh, know, Lord. They screwed, yes. they screwed the, 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 uh, the retcon with the Tesseract. Um, yeah. It was – that literally like I was sitting there watching on my tablet. And um, I was like, I want to punch my screen so bad, but I'm only punishing myself. Right, <laughs> right. I was, I was so angry. I'm like, stop doing this. I'm like, no, Captain America is the first Avenger. He is the first For Avenger. Sure. Not, um, not, not, yeah, not Cadaver yeah. Dan. No, and, and that, no. and that's where when I go back to when I said, you know, she took away a lot of the other characters. That that's the main one right there is. I mean, and I know, of course, you see Nick Fury in Iron Man, and he's starting to build his yep. team and everything like that. But yeah. no, the first Avenger is Captain America, and absolutely, and it, it it just it was like a smack in his face, like, oh, well, I'm going to rename, you know, my protocol here to to little Danvers, and it just yep. not cool, so not cool. Yeah, that was that that is. that was not even like I said that movie was shoehorned in. They shot that, you know. Uh, after Endgame was already done, I think they said, didn't they? I mean, it's just... It was like, yeah, majority of it was already produced. But... That movie was just... It was bad. Okay, so let me ask you this. So, you know when... Back to Endgame here. um, When she shows up for her her spotlight in the seven minutes of the movie, and then she's like, okay, I got better things to do. She flies away. Do you see them trying to do a spinoff with her kind of showing, you know, where she was, what she was up to? Because then she comes back at the end of the movie. She's got a haircut. She's got, you know, all this this rap sheet of stuff that she's accomplished. Can you see them trying to do a spinoff with her? Like a second movie? Something. I think, well, Captain Marvel 2 is scheduled to come out. I think it's 2021. We are all Um, doomed. Oh, I know. This is it's, it's going to be bad. I mean, you know, it, it, X Men Dark Phoenix is going to be bad enough as it is, and then we're going to have to sit through Captain Marvel too. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, but I, I, I think they probably will because they seem to be kind of hot on that origin story um, train right now. I felt, I'm, I felt like it was too like anticipated i guess like okay well she's gonna make this big scene big entrance and then all of a sudden she's gone but then she comes back she's got a haircut she's got a new attitude like all this stuff i feel like they set that up too much and i'm like please dear god don't let this be another kind of movie which obviously yeah that's happening so 
you know, I really, I wouldn't have had as much an issue with the, um, with them doing uh, a Carol Danvers if it was the Miss Marvel years uh, when she wore the black getup and actually looked like a woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would have been happy with that because they drew her like, I've talked about this before. I said they, they drew her like a smoke show. I mean, she was, but she wasn't like a complete just weirdo just bad character like i read i read a lot of the because i want to read some of the source material but there's so many different runs there's like what seven there was like seven different runs in five years i think or or five runs in seven years because they had to keep rebooting it because they weren't selling right so i found a website where i can read all my comics and uh so i go to that and i was like because i'm not paying for these and i go back and i was reading through it and um i was like okay so i read um out of like there's like 17 different uh editions or whatever i think there are so so many different you know and i read like i think seven or eight of them i got up to like the civil war and i haven't read that yet but i mean it's not bad but it's not it's not great the artwork is good it's just the writing was kind of meh you know right um, but at least she actually looked like a female in that run i mean I- like eunuch like i'm a like asexual gender i don't know it's she's just i can't she's (laughs) trash she's just straight trash haircut at the end just that was like oh my gosh she's got the daryl man versus haircut and that's that's what i felt was like i mean for me that was the the knife to the chest like turn it turn it we're done like but i felt like that was an important key for the future of what they're trying to do with her and instant sketchiness like i did not like it i i just yeah yeah they they went they went right they went right for the i'm i'm uh i want to talk to your manager haircut with her um yeah that's that's just not a good that's not a good look it just doesn't i don't know the next phase of the the mcu kind of kind of scares me and i know a lot of people in the circles uh online that i that I interact with are kind of they're checking out of the MCU. Like, yeah, they're, they're yeah, gone. I'm kind of I'm kind of turning my flag too. I mean, I'm a huge Marvel person. It, it, oh, I've, I know you uh, always have been though. Yes, I've appreciated that up until now, but I, I feel like one first and foremost, the politics are are getting out of control. Um, it, it's way out of hand. I like I'm I'm. And, and you know I'm a huge Captain America Chris Evans fan. I, I am. Yep. But and same thing that you said, you know, him on Twitter, he's he's yeah. But he's I do insane. appreciate <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate that he does not bring that to his interviews. He doesn't try to push that on anybody, you know, other yep. than his own personal yep. account, which that's, that's you know, to each his that's own. That's fine. That's fine. But, but um I feel like in general these movies are reflecting too much of that. I, I'm not I, I'm not a news person. I don't want to sit down and watch the news because there's horrible shit on there. There's nothing good to watch. So I don't want to pay money for a ticket to go watch a movie when you're going to start referencing these things. And, and, and you know, you pick up on it. It's a low blow. And it's oh, yeah. like, really? You know, it's like, come on. Like, these are superhero made up comic book characters. Like yep. nothing to do with the real world right now. Like, so, so that's one, one part of it. And then of course, you know, we got these, these freaking hooligans that are trying to be, stuff that they're not in in uh, uh brie larson's leading the pack there and it's just <sighs> I, i'm just really worried that they're gonna undo all of these great wonderful things that they've done you know 
Well, it's, you know, it, it, and it goes back to them trying to, you know, her, her Brie Larson said she wants to direct an MCU movie and, and you know what? And I, and I, a couple of the other YouTube channels have said this, I say, let her do it. You know what? Because if you've read or seen any reviews for Unicorn Store, which she wrote, I believe she wrote and directed, it is a dumpster fire. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I, and I'm going, I'm going to suffer through it. I'm going to suffer through it for my listeners. And I think, uh, I think you should watch it. You have Netflix, watch it on Netflix and we can, it'll be okay. something we can talk about yeah. because it's, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it looks cringy. Like I've watched some, uh, some segments out of it uh, on YouTube and just from the reviews I've watched of it already, it's like, Oh my God, this is going to be like one eye open. I can't believe I'm actually watching this kind of garbage. <laughs> so, so I say, well, Give give her an MCU movie because she will bomb. It, oh, it, for it, it will, sure. I don't even think that the Marvel name could save it because it, it, I think it might end up like a Justice League to where it makes a lot of money on the op- on the first weekend, but that first to second weekend drop would be so steep that it, it would be like solo bad from yeah. uh, from last year. Um, but yeah, that uh, that that just. That does not I, I seem feel like, like I feel like you can't be that bad of an actor and be able to direct something. You know I what know. I mean? I don't think those skills translate like that. No, I don't, like, I don't how think do you give somebody direction ass. when when you can't even you know you can't act? You can't give somebody a direction of acting when you can't do it yourself. I I just don't see that. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. It's gonna be bad. It's that bad because we've been, when when you question her acting though, people say, well, she won an Oscar. And okay, well, she won an Oscar for Room. She played a victim in that, a a, a kidnapped, uh, long, she was kidnapped, held in a room with, I think it was like her son or whatever. Yeah, and no, she was she's a, a good at those player. characters. I mean, she's <laughs> any, it, yeah. It, yeah, she, I, and I, I did, um, I saw a couple clips of that and I'm like, wow, she, she can quote unquote act, but in my head, I picture her as a dark person anyways, like just has that. Yeah that vibe you know so i feel like that's more of a natural state for her versus acting you know she's just like a brooding just whiny sjw that's like basically what she is yes that is exactly what she is you know um because you know uh, this whole this whole push for diversity is like well nobody's against it nobody's saying nobody is saying we don't want strong female leads Nobody's but they, saying they that. have them right now. I mean, not necessarily have, leads, but it. they do have strong have, female already and, involved. And Black Widow is getting her own her own movie next year. I, I'm excited for, uh, and I'm going to be able to get the Disney streaming service free, thank God, because I'm excited for they're going to have the Bucky and Falcon. Uh, they're going to have them together on there um, on a show. Loki's getting his own show, and that's how they're going to use uh, the Hulk. Mark Ruffalo is going to kind of introduce Jennifer Walters, uh, the She-Hulk. Um, I believe that show is going to happen too. So uh, that's kind of things that I'm interested in seeing how they develop that because I think She-Hulk would be a kind of a cool addition to the MCU um, as long as she's cast properly. Oh, did I lose you? I think we might have lost Monica, but we'll just keep, I'll keep talking here for a second. Um, 
no, I, uh, I think there's, there's a lot going on in the MCU right now. And we're going to pick that up in just a second. We're going to take a quick break right here. Anchor listeners, hold on. We've got a musical interlude coming up. All right, we are back. I think we, uh, we lost connection there. Yeah, I didn't know what happened. All of a sudden, corn started playing in my ear. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what that was. Probably my phone. but uh... that, that was you. Yeah. Um, if, it, if it was me, it'd be like probably the end of the Spider-Verse soundtrack or something. <laughs> That's a good soundtrack, though. So kudos hey, to it, you. It, it, it really is. I uh, I downloaded like the I've, I, that's another one. I've watched that movie with my kid like probably eight times. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely I absolutely dig that movie. But we were talking about the uh, Disney Plus streaming service. And I don't know how much you heard me rambling about. Um, but I, so we've got the uh, the Falcon and Bucky. Uh, that's that's a show I believe that they're working on. Um, then you're going to have the, uh, the Scarlet Vision with uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. So we, we are guessing they're going to bring him back from the dead somehow. Uh, and then uh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston, is getting a show. And um, the Hulk, uh, Jennifer Walters, is going to uh, – Mark Ruffalo is going to kind of introduce Jennifer Walters into the MCU. And she'll be taken over uh, as the She-Hulk because I believe he's done. Um, yeah. I know he's out of contract. Yeah. Um, and and obviously we saw, you know, Endgame. He uh he was already tapped out, I felt like. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean I going going back to the to the, the Bucky and uh Falcon. So I, I will say for Endgame, I was a little disappointed. I, I'm a huge Sebastian Sand fan. I love his acting. He got all of thirty second screen time, you know. Yeah. At the end, I, I was yep. a little disappointed in that, but you know, in which I knew of their show before I saw Endgame. I I knew <clears> that these trailers were kind of coming out, so I knew yeah. that they weren't going to have a whole lot just because they're obviously going to pick up um, in in those shows. So, yep. but it, it was a little disappointing. That was one of my disappointed more. You know, I just yeah. I love him. I was hoping I, he was going to act. But. I figured I figured you would that would be one that would would kind of disappoint you but I mean you got a lot of Chris Evans though during the movie so oh I mean I, you Lord. you were you were you were not complaining about that I'm sure so No I was not I was not You had, you had a trade off you had a trade off Yes I I guess that that's that's an acceptable trade off but um <laughs> Yeah and we really didn't see anything from Wanda obviously Vision didn't come back in this movie so I'm yeah. interested to see how that kind of plays off you know i don't know that i would uh tune in to that if it was multiple occurrences um but uh, yeah um uh the she hulk's kind of interesting too you know that's something that again i i would kind of tune in i guess just sort of check it out but not really all that interesting of events with them you know I, i don't know just with wanda um I love Elizabeth Olsen, um, yes. but I yes. what you kind of see all her abilities, you know. So I feel like her storyline we kind of already know, you know, her twin brother, all that stuff. Yep. So we know where she came from. It's kind of like, what all else are you going to be able to show of her? Yeah. Um. So so that's the only thing that I'm kind of like leery about it. I feel like it's going to be lacking. Um, yeah. But. Um, it's interesting we'll we'll see how that plays out and that's that's another thing i want to touch on was because uh, we talked about age of ultron earlier and uh did they drop the ball 
with Quicksilver. Um, I, I feel I, like... I think they should have kept him uh, around a little bit longer than they did. Uh, possibly another movie or two. I'm, I'm not saying give the guy a standalone movie, but I mean, he would have been a good side character. Yeah, and I feel like um, it. Obviously, seeing all of the movies, I feel like they did it as they they needed to have her. You know, now she's in this dark, lonely place. She kind of leads yeah. to vision, and, and they connect, and all that that builds the story. Yes, I, I see that. I get that. But his the, where he dies in the movie, I feel like it was. We need a big dramatic scene right now, so we're just gonna kill him off. Yeah, and that's what it was, and it just it it was. It I didn't was like, flow it, with me. It didn't. No. I didn't like it, and I didn't even appreciate his death because I was like, "Well, what the hell? Like, what are what are we doing right now?" Like, that that was my reaction to that. Um, And and yeah, I agree. He shouldn't. They shouldn't have had their own standalone. He's 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 a good side character, but I I think that he uh, they just offed him like out of the blue, nowhere, kind of not needed, I guess. Because he was like the real only like pure speedster. Yeah. Um, in the MCU, I mean that that we've seen, um, you know, I'm 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 a huge. The Flash is with me right up there with Batman. Um, those are like two of my favorites. Um, yeah, of all time. Um, but yeah, I was like, so I, I kind of dig the speedster thing, and that was I like I like the character. I was like, okay, you know, cool. So we get a speedster, and then he's dead. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. You know, right, and and I feel like you didn't get to really, you know, understand him because, of course, he came from this this dark side, you know, and then all yeah. of a sudden he hopped on board and he was like, "I'm gonna make a difference and we're gonna help out, but I'm gonna last thirty seconds and I'm gonna die." So, it, it, you kind of, I yeah, I, I say they definitely dropped the ball. You didn't get to appreciate him in whole as as his character was in the in the comics. No, he was pretty one-dimensional in the movie. Yeah. You know, it was it was a here and gone thing, and it was just like we just need you for plot advancement. That's basically it. So right. it, was, it was just a, a kind of a, a throwaway that that shouldn't have been a throwaway to that to that degree. Um, no, so yeah. but no. Um, so we can kind of go back to Endgame here. Uh, you were talking about Scarlet, which is involved in the movie. Uh, they're just. She, she got shortchanged a little bit, but like we said, she's getting her own show, kind of like Falcon and uh, Bucky are. So, yeah, you know, and in in the Guardians of the Galaxy gang, you know, you don't really, aside from Gamora and Nebula, you don't Nebula. really get anything from them. Yeah, um, rocking, but, rocking a few little one-liners and right, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, obviously their movies coming out, Guardian, you yep. know, whatever. Um, yep. The Guardians of the the Asgardians now, I guess, but. Um, <sighs> So that that's coming out. So and, and again, you know, you're you're sitting in the, watching that movie, and you're like, well, obviously they're not going to have a whole lot of one-liners themselves because yep. they're they're evolving into their own movie. So I I got all that. Um, Gamora, I was disappointed in her screen time. Um, obviously she's dead. You know, they didn't bring her yep. back, but yeah. it it almost seemed like she didn't need to be there you know what i mean like thanos has already threatened nebula you know she's tied up she's she's being tortured all this stuff i don't feel like gamora's character was really needed how they brought her back i'm I'm glad she is i i like her you know i 
she's a great spinoff for them um, and, yeah. and dynamic with Nebula, but it was, I just, it was ill-fitting, I guess, um, how they brought her back in. So, her, and, her, and, her and Karen Gilliam have such a great uh, dynamic between them um, on screen. For you know, sure they do. For and, sure they do. Uh, she and Karen killed it as Nebula. Like I said earlier, forty-one minutes of screen time. The most. Prevalent. I was not expecting that, honestly. No, no I and was. I, not was I mean, that I was floored. She, she's amazing. I mean, yeah. that that was great. Yep. Um, no, I was. Uh, I was really happy with that one to see her kind of get her time to shine there, you know? Yeah. Uh, and um, I did not see Black Widow uh, dying. I did not see that one coming. Um, I, I really didn't um, because I didn't until I heard that her movie was going to be an origin story, but still I'm like, okay, there's, there's still more that, especially with them wanting to go, if you want to go towards the women, uh, you've got some awesome women in Scarlett Johansson is one that you can use to build on, but is her, I didn't look into her, her contract. Is her contract up right now? Uh, Obviously not. She's got yeah, one, which yeah, she's, she's got her, her movie. So, you know, I don't know what, I, what they're doing there. If they're only going to do a one-off with her and call it quits or. I knew, honest to God, I knew um, when they were teaming up, it, it was, and Marvel is very, I, I'm sure you've picked up on it. They're very sly. You know, they're going to throw yeah. in, like, obviously you've heard the end game title came from, you know, when RDJ, uh, Iron Man, yeah. standing there saying, you know, this is the end game in the movie prior. Like, so, so they're yeah, very with the, sly with those, those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so they're like, they drop those major hints that you don't think twice about until you kind of see it all play out. Um, so I've, I've been kind of trying to pick up on those as I watch these movies. And uh, when they, they teamed up together, I knew how the movie started. I knew it had to have been her because they, they opened up the movie with um, Jeremy Renner, who also... Yep amazing actor love him and i loved yep. his haircut i know everybody's giving him shit for it. i love the haircut um <laughs> I, I, I can't judge haircuts <laughs> well i liked it i thought it was cool um but uh, <laughs> uh so i knew how that big family dynamic that huge you know him being the dad you know yeah. he's he's yep. kind of passing the to his daughter like that thing when when that that started to take place i knew it was going to be her just because you don't see her yeah. with a person you know she had the, the yep. banner run for a, a solid you know a couple minutes in the movie but other than that yeah. she's by her she's she's alone they show her at headquarters alone and she's basically said for these past five years i've been here you know yep. by herself yep. so in, in the marvel universe you just know that they're gonna sacrifice the one yeah. that's alone versus the one that you know you open the movie with the family and him trying to be a dad so I, I saw that coming after the after um, you know they kind of paired them together, yeah. but that was pretty heart wrenching how they it was you know they're fighting for who's gonna kill themselves basically yeah um, it it was it was an awesome scene it really was but oh, it was. Uh, where they uh, yeah I, it just um, and, and I do you know I'll I'll back to Jeremy Renner um, the first Avengers you know he's he's um, under the, the Loki spell, you know, you don't yes. see him act hardly at all. 
Uh-huh. Um, and, and going into that, I knew he's, you know, I knew the, the level of acting he's on. So I was pretty disappointed in that. Um, so I felt yeah. like this movie for him was more of kind of his breakthrough. Um, yeah. it, it, it kind of his spotlight. So that was cool. I appreciated that for, for sure. Um, but yeah, you definitely, obviously you see them, uh, what's, what's her face that his daughter there is going to be, uh, Kate, up and coming. Is, is it Kate? Kate Bishop in the comics is like yeah. the law guy. Okay. Um, and, and you know, and with that too, I will say, uh, Black Widow's obviously the one-liner that that she dropped. You know, when when he's he, you know killing off all these people, and he says, "You know what I've become," and she's, yep. you know, "You've never given up on me." So obviously, that's another another hint right there that I, yeah. he's going to show up in the Black Widow movie. Um, it, it's you've never really seen his backstory you know you, you know that <laughs> yeah 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 so you, you know that we're you know she's uh where she came from kind of and and you never really other than you know that when you see widow you see hawkeye you know they're they're always a dynamic together but you don't really know where he came from so i feel like that he's gonna have a major role in her movie i feel like um, that's uh that's that whole um that just there they do they have they have a great they always have had a great chemistry i want them to go back in her origin story so we finally get to find out what happened in budapest yeah <laughs> you know wasn't they, that shitty like this. they dropped that line and then yes. it's like come on like yes we, so, we've never found out i want to know inquiring minds want to know well just normal minds i mean come on <laughs> yeah you know inquiring minds normal minds i mean minds like mine that are like half shut down most of the time Right. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that was uh, obviously a huge moment in, um, in that movie. But, and I know that people are are a little upset that it's, it's redundant. We saw it with Gamora and Thanos, but. Yeah, but you have to get the soul stone. And that's, that's, it has to happen. It has to happen. So um, yeah, I I didn't, I didn't hate it. I mean, everybody was upset, you know. No, and and I, I, I thought they did it justice. I really did. I mean, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So. It was, uh, it was. It's, it's always good to see her get a red skull appearance. You know, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I mean, you get a little red skull cameo here and there, but um, no, that they, they did, uh, they did that. They did the scene justice. You're absolutely right. Um, and uh, it was, it's kind of cool to see the Ronan character on screen. Yeah, we got a snippet of that. Um, yep. it wasn't it wasn't as much as i thought it was going to be i thought we'd get just a little bit more but it was just enough to kind of whet the appetite for it and kind of hope we get a little more of that uh you know down the line well um you know they show him in the trailer they show him as ronan i I've, i only watched one trailer of that because that, that you know I, I needed to get a feel but i didn't want any i whatever so you in, in one of the the trailer that I watched, you got it was a couple snippets of him as Ronan. So I guess I was anticipating more within the movie, um, but yeah. basically what was in the trailer is what was in the movie. Um, yeah. But and and I don't know, I don't see him reverting back to Ronan now because they they made him such this father figure. Now that yeah. his family's back and he's training his daughter, so I don't see him. I think that's all we're gonna get of him, you know. Yep, I, they're not gonna go that route, which is which is fine, you know. Which I, I, as long as we still get Hawkeye, 
Yeah. Um, I'm all right with that. Um, you know, Jeremy Renner was great. What was that movie? He was in the Hurt Locker. I think it was. Yeah. That, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. The guy is just a great actor. He um, is. He is. I mean, I don't feel like he gets the credit that he really needs. No, you know? no he really gets shortchanged as far as uh, the, the names in the MCU go. Yes. Um, he gets shortchanged, uh, which, which brings me to um, another one of the main uh, core members of the Avengers. And um, of course I speak of Mr. Chris Hemsworth himself. Thor. Okay. Well, you want to know what his one opening liner where he sides with little captain Marvel, that's what you get. This is your karma. You're now going to be a fat, lazy bastard. <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to say, if you want to take her side, this is what you get. So that was his karma. But again, you know, also, um, we know that the the next Thor is coming out, so he's got a yep. chance to redeem himself, obviously. Um, I, I was a little surprised. I was kind of waiting for the whole uh, quick little exercise route where he's all of a sudden back yeah. in shape, and uh, instead we just got a braided beer, which, I mean, cool, whatever. But, um, yeah, he never reverted back to what Thor is. Um, no, and... It was, they made him look like an idiot uh, again. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like the, you know, like I said, uh, Thor one, I really enjoyed Thor two. It, it, it's like watching paint dry, but I'll watch it because it's a Thor movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I get a lot of hate for this, but I, I liked Ragnarok despite. I loved Ragnarok. I really, I really enjoyed it, but they again they made Thor look like kind of an idiot, which I guess now is his kind of his shtick. Um, but you know, I mean, of course he handles business when when it's time because you know he's the god of thunder. And yeah, I really loved Ragnarok because of number one, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, uh, and their use of the immigrant song was amazing. But um, <laughs> what's the um, what's the, uh, the director's name? Takiti Ta- Ta- Waka. Wa- yeah, I, I, I don't sure. know how to say his name. He's he his use of like the color palettes and the music was just it was so cool it was absolutely and Jeff you, you can't go wrong with Jeff Goldblum I'm sorry no you can't I mean go wrong with Jeff Gold, and that role was like perfect for him yes it, it I don't you couldn't anybody else that it would have bombed it would have been I would have been angry I feel like but mm. as soon as you see his face it's just kind of like okay you know yep. if it's but yes. um i mean as far okay so we'll we'll go back to the first thor um i felt like he he almost played the idiot in that film also just because he's all of a sudden on earth you know i i i've never seen him as this superior intelligent being in any of the thor uh, movies no no so i mean I, yeah i just and, and I don't. It just seems to have been magnified over yeah, the last. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. You know, to, to almost the point of parody, which I didn't. You know, like I, 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 like you said, you were kind of waiting for him to get himself back. This little montage of Thor, like getting himself back in shape, and all of a sudden he's like, you know, the, this chiseled like, you know, mammoth again, and. Right. Um, it just never happened, you know. And like the when Robert Downey Jr. called him the dude, I, I like the, <laughs> the, the Big Lebowski is one of my favorite movies, and that just I kind of marked out for that. I was like, oh, he doesn't look like the dude. Yeah, 
Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just obviously we know his his net his movies coming up. So, in yeah. with that being said, him passing the torch, I, ugh, I liked the Valkyrie character within Thor Ragnar- Ragnarok. Um, yeah. Yep. That that was cool. Um, the backstory was cool. Obviously, you know his sister and I, like I I liked that. Um, uh-huh. I'll give them that. As far as him kind of passing the torch to her, and now she's going to be this up and coming great big thing. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure. A little sketchy. On I'm that. not. Um, I'm not sold on that. Yeah, I, I don't feel like. You know, she, she. You get a little couple snippets in in Ragnarok about how she's. You know, we've we've tried to defeat her once, and now this every single Valkyrie is is just gone. They're just there's nothing yeah. left to them except for this one solo. You know, it just none of that uh, in my head is is a good idea for him passing the torch. Um, but yeah. I do see where, you know, he's come to the end of his contract also. You know, I see where they're trying to kind of still set that all up and have, you know, Asgard and all these characters. Um, but I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to like that too much with her. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not a big Tessa Thompson fan because uh, she's basically a Brie Larson-esque uh, person outside of her her role yeah um, definitely um so i i, I and she, you know what she's bringing to the table it's just more identity politics right exactly um and, and that goes back to what i said earlier is it's kind of just it's taking away from as a kid reading these comic books and you know watching these shows and all that and now yep. we're 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 it's it's kind of ruining it for me but um you're not, yeah. you know, it's it's not like we're alone here in that. So, yeah, you know, but it, it's, you know, if you if you dare say, well, I can't say this because I'm a white man, but uh, you know, you as a woman, you can knock it all you want. You know, me, I, if I do, like I said, I get tore up and called names, <laughs> which is, but I, I love it because I have um, there there's a lot of uh, there's a, a lot of guys I know, and you'll have like a black guy will say something like that. And then somebody will just insult them and call them a racist. And they're like, well, you didn't really look at my picture. Did you? And they're like, Oh shit. The comment gets deleted or something like that. And it's just like, it's, it's so funny the way that this knee jerk reaction you get, if you dare speak ill of captain Marvel or, you know, any of this like weird forced identity politics and inclusion, you know, that, that nobody, nobody minds if it happens. But it, when it's forced, it's just it's cringy and it doesn't make any sense. You you don't forsake story just for inclusion and diversity because that alone does not make a good story. That can right. be those can be uh, pieces of the puzzle or building blocks, but you need to tell a good story. That that is paramount to anything a movie related is your right. story comes first, and then you need to include actors that can accurately portray. The, the characters in the story you are telling and make them believable to your audience. Not, Oh, I better check all these boxes. You know, if I don't check these diversity of boxes, it's not going to be a good movie. Well, false. It's not going to be a good movie because that's what you're focused on. Right. Right. Um, and, and I mean, with, with Tessa Tom, like I, I appreciated her, her little banter in Ragnarok. You know, I thought she was good with Ruffalo. I didn't mind and, her in Ragnarok. Right. And, and her, 
her dynamic was good. Her, you know, the insult part was, it was on, it wasn't over the top. It was, you know, it, it was good in that. Um, but I, I felt like they're again, trying to build her up too much um, at the in, in end game. And obviously they're yeah. going to lead up to her, you know, sit on the throne and it, it's, it, I, it comes down to like entitlement almost to me, you know, like I just, you can kind of see that shifting and I don't, it, it makes you unappreciate her in Ragnarok, I guess. Um, yeah. I could retroactively I, unappreciate yeah. your work. Yeah, like, not, not, uh, I don't, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm leery with that. I mean, and that just goes back to the, the whole thing that we were talking about earlier. I just, it's, 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 it's sketchy. Um, it these are some A-list, great, amazing actors and actresses that are just not, they're just not going to ever fulfill their shoes, you know? No. No. Speaking of which, you know, we got uh, the end of Captain America's journey in this. Oh, uh, so sad. Which I say, which for you is, I'm sure, a little more heartbreaking than it is for most. Um, but I love Captain America as a character. Uh, Chris Evans, like I said, uh, every time he's, you know, he's put the suit on, he's done it a, an amazing job. Uh, and he will be missed in these movies. The guy is a staple in the MCU. I mean, he's the first Avenger, no matter what they will have you believe in Phase 4. Um, he is the first Avenger. The Avengers were built on him. And uh, if it was not for Chris Evans' brilliant portrayal of Captain America, uh, we might not be where we are today, outside of, of course, Robert Downey Jr. being the the cornerstone uh, right. of the MCU. Um. But... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, okay, so best, you know, as soon as, as Chris Evans walks into the scene, you know, of course, I'm like, oh, you know, look at his ass. He's got such a nice ass. Like, just how hilarious to me that in my head, I'm like, you know, appreciating this this nice scene with him. And then, of course, they reference it, and that will forever be in my head. You know, it's America's ass. And I, I just thought that was great. Um, and of course that's, that's the female aspect of Captain America. But um, yeah, he, uh, I, I loved that, you know, he finally got his girl. Um, and, yeah. and it's funny, it's funny to me is, you know, one of my friends is a huge like notebook, romantical kind of movie person. And she'll ask me what my favorite romance movie is. And I will tell her Captain America, you know, the first <laughs> adventure. Like, that's, that's what I know of romance. Um, so I, I loved that he did. He finally got his girl. He finally got his dance. That was so sweet um, to me. It, it, you know, you, you know, my background story. So that, that, was, that was great. Loved that. Um, I did... Obviously, you know, he, you can't kill him off. He's proven time and time again he's oh, not yeah. going to die. No. Um, so I I get why they made him an old man and finally made him, you know, they aged him. And I get all that. Um, it was unexpected, I guess, and almost a little creepy. <laughs> like, like I, I just, you're not at all expecting it. And and when he was sitting on that bench, you know, you could tell, obviously, he had shrunk him down. He's this this small little fragile thing. But I wasn't yep. expecting him to be an old man, I guess. Um, but then, then in the the reality of it, you know, what he would be a hundred and what five, six, and yeah. some, 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 you know. So it it still didn't really fit. Um, I didn't really love it, but I I get where 
that that was the only way they could really get him, you know, out of his contract and off the screen. Um, but again, you know, him with, with uh, Haley Atwell, like that was, that was nice. That was, it was a good ending for him. It was a nice swan song, I thought, for him. It truly was. It was a very fitting ending for uh, for a great character. And like I said, the the second, you know, most important member of uh, of the Avengers team from the very very beginning of yeah. uh, of the franchise. I, and I did like how. So you know, um, where where they're in that that five year gap, and they're trying to kind of you know, Cap has always struggled with where he belongs um, since <laughs> since he came out of the ice and. I thought that was kind of cool little pay to Falcon when he was in doing, you know, kind of like the AA meetings where he's like, yes. you know, because yep. you see in Winter Soldier, that's, that's what Sam, you know, what he does yes. before he comes across and meets Cap. So I, I kind of, I liked that little turn there. I don't know if anybody picked up on that, but. Um, I definitely did. It was a nice tip of the cap to. to yeah. Him. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that was. In in turn, you know, because Falcon was dissipated, he was one of the snappers. Um, but yeah. he uh, he's missing his friend, and you know, the only person he's really had to connect with, um, because you know, he went through all that with with Iron Man and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bucky and Falcon were always on his side, so yep. I, I just appreciated that. I thought that was that was a nice little throw in there. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sad. He's he's all done. He's gone. Well, you know, you're you're not you're not the only one, I'm sure. So you can probably like, I don't know. I'm sure that you can make like a support group or something up. You know, <laughs> right? And, oh, my you, know, you can. We'll we'll have to meet in the same. It'll be meeting in the same hall as the uh, the Black Widow, uh, the Black Widow support group, the Scarlett Johansson uh, fans. So <laughs> you know. The coffee and donuts will be served in the lobby after the meeting. Um, yeah. But, and nobody can say no to donuts. So, right. No. No. Um, <laughs> so that, that brings us to uh, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. Yes. You're, I, you're holy mighty God. Yes, he is. Um, uh, Iron Man. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. just, he became Iron Man. He was Tony Stark. Um, I honestly, I, mean, I felt that also, like just from the very first movie, which I said I, I, I didn't see Iron Man for two years until it came out, and I think by then, um, Iron Man two had been released. So I went back and I watched uh, the first one, and then I watched the second one, which I, I enjoyed. Uh, I, I found something to enjoy about all three of the Iron Man movies, even though uh, Iron Man three is. Like they, they really killed the Mandarin. Like they didn't, yeah. do, they didn't do that character justice at all um, in that movie. And you know, I, I just I didn't like it. You have an actor like Ben Kingsley, and then you just use him as like this pawn who's playing a bad guy, but he's not really a bad guy. He's just a drunken drug addict who happens to be acting like he's an international. Yeah, it was almost a little confusing. It, it was. With, with the uh, with the extremis and the Mandarin, it was just there was so much going on um, in that movie. But I, I, I still Robert Downey Jr. just he's such a, a show stopping scene stealer, 
Yes. His little yes. one-liners. And then uh, John Favreau, too. John Favreau is awesome. Yes. And- I'm excited. I, you know, okay, so obviously I saw the Spider-Man. Um, what's the new, the new one coming out? Oh, home, um, uh, Homecoming, and then you got Far From Home coming out. Yes. Yes. So when I saw the trailer for that, I was instantly like, it, it's a lot of happy on the trailer. So yes. I'm like, okay, well, obviously now we know, you know, it makes sense. But yep. I'm excited for him to kind of fulfill that role also um peter's mentor and yes yeah but so so i don't know if you've um read any of the magazines or anything that come out but um one of the magazines at work came out with a chris evans article and one of his lines in there said you know you play a character so long you kind of start to relate to them and in the fact where you kind of react how they would react and I feel that with Tony Stark and RDJ. I feel like <laughs> you don't know. There's no, you know, the line, I mean? it's, the lines are blurred. Yes, definitely. Like if you were to go up to him right now and interview him and ask him a question, it's almost like he would be getting an Iron Man response because they're so in tune. Um, but I, there's nobody else that could play that character. No, no, he was just absolutely amazing and it's just that swagger and that confidence completely on top of that there's nobody else he goes through of all the characters the highest highs the lowest oh yeah and he does it flawlessly and i ultimately think it's because that's how he is in real life you know it's it's like you're watching his his life that was his true life story. I mean, he was like huge and then he fell off and it was all the cocaine and all, you know, and then he, you know, he comes back and this, you know, reinvents himself and, you know, revitalizes his career. And that is basically like, that is this, the Tony Stark story. Yeah. No, he, I mean, obviously he's, he's why we have this big franchise that we do now. Um, Absolutely. He was great. What did you, how was your take on the, the Tony actually has a heart tribute in, in the funeral scene? You know, oh my God. where she puts it on the flowers? Uh, I, I, that was another time during the movie that I cried. Did you, um, I didn't cry once. I feel so heartless. I did not cry. I did. I, I, but like, <laughs> honestly, like, I, I, I've, I'm an, I'm usually an emotional wreck anyway. So like, it's just like nothing for me. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like a bad boy. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I burned the pot room. Um, um, I, I did though. I was like, "Oh my god!" That like, and, and when Happy was sitting there talking to his uh, his daughter, and he's like, "What did they name her? Is it Morgan? Morgan in the movie?" I, I can't remember her name. I think it was. I think but it's I'm, Morgan. Something like that. Um, I'm not sure. But that that hit me too. I was like, because Happy sitting there with his, you know, be especially me like being a parent. I was like, right. "Oh my god!" You know, and I was just like, he's he's finally happy, and he's got like somewhat of a normal life with pepper and his daughter you know and all you know oh no you know it's, it's like i i was i don't know in my head you know i'm like like i, I get he, why uh, they they did the the whole you know tony has a heart i i get that part but i'm like that's all you had left yeah i i wouldn't be the one floating it down a river it yeah. would be you know what i mean yep. i say that maybe I, who knows but no, I liked I, it. I thought it was a, a cool little touch was. there, but because that goes back to the first movie, you know, and yeah, the very first, the beginning of it. Yep. Um, yep. With Pepper there and all that, like, yeah, it just 
Yeah. I was that, that that was sad, but he, you know, it was very fitting for him to be the one to wield the gauntlet and, you know, to, to snap Thanos and everybody out of it. Well, and you you have to know at the beginning of the movie when he's consistently, you know, nothing else changes, nothing else changes. I don't want to lose what I have now. It was a setup. I yep. knew, honestly, I almost thought it might have been Pepper. Um, just the way he kept saying, you know, I have a family, I have a daughter. I knew they weren't going to kill off a little girl, but um, yeah. I thought it might have been Pepper um, at the funeral, but obviously we got RDJ. So, um, yeah, I, it was almost a little setup for me there. I wish they would have cut a couple of those lines out so it was more of a, a build up, you know, but I mean. I, I I thought they did it all well. I thought they did his character justice. You know, it was he went out with a bang for sure. That's a difficult. Uh, that's a difficult arc to close. Um, Definitely. I mean, you're you're talking, you know, the the very beginning of of the MCU, and you have to shut that down permanently, which you know. It, it means, like I said, we're not going to get him in uh, in Far From Home now. So that kind of that that kind of bums me out because I really liked yeah. him. I, I like I said, not a lot of people do, but I liked him mentoring uh, Spider Man. Uh, Tobey Maguire will always be my favorite Spider Man. Um, yeah, that's what we grew up with, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, plus, those movies were awesome. Like Part Three gets a lot of hate because, and I can see why you you shoved all like you shoved Sandman into that, and you know you've still got yeah. uh, Harry's Goblin, and you've got Venom in there. You just so much going on, and then you cast Topher Grace as Venom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in in the litany of questionable casting decisions. Topher Grace's Venom is is one of them. Um, yeah, a little bit. But, but no, um, uh, Tom, I, 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 Tom Holland yeah, is a great actor. The kid is great. Uh, he just needs to learn how to keep his mouth shut, and he'll actually get a script that's not 99% redacted. But, uh, you know, <laughs> they weren't letting him spoil anything. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I did like him, and I liked him – with RDJ. Um, yes, yes. And, and I felt like that's kind of, again, the same dynamic that you would get if you came across him on the street, you know? Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm... I, yeah, I like how they how they, they sent him off. Um, had to happen, obviously. Oh, yeah. My guy goes, your guy goes. <laughs> yep, I mean, it, well, yeah, I mean, they're paying him, what, 80? Like, I mean, he's... Well, God, we went through all his... All the money he made... Uh, you know, I mean, he's made it was like around three hundred million dollars um, in his time as Iron Man. But and, I feel like that's that's you know rightfully earned. Oh, I'm I'm not saying it's not the man. <laughs> the man led a franchise, you know, for ten years. Um, you know, or was one of the you know one of the key elements to it. You know, um, but yeah, he he you know he's earned every penny of that money. You know, that's not even counting you know what he did. You know, before he started playing Iron Man, so if you wanted to, he could he could retire now. You know, oh definitely, right off into the sunset. uh, It is he literally owns a house on Mal in Malibu. I think it was I was reading yesterday uh, in a little article I found about him. So when I was kind of looking up his net worth and how his uh, contract was broke down. through his his Marvel deal, so but yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. RDJ was he was the man. 
uh, definitely the man is going to be missed. But so let's 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 talk now about what how you scored uh, this movie out of ten. What did you what did you give it? Um, what are your final thoughts on it? Um. Well, let's see. You know, I'm like everybody. I'm I'm like everybody's big round of applause kind of person like I appreciate people in their work so I feel like I already overscore things um but I'm sitting at like nine nine and a half okay other than other than you know the the freaking whore that comes in and ruins the first seven minutes for me um (laughs) I really have no nice things to say about her but um you don't have to on this show you never have to yeah (laughs) Other than that, like there was there yeah, there's a few parts here and there, but people don't realize how many and especially if you literally have just walked into Endgame. You're oh let's go watch a movie tonight, you walk into Endgame, you see it. Um, you don't realize the ten thousand different storylines that they're dealing with. Um and, and that's just in the movies they made. We're not even bringing in the comics and how the comics go and all that too, you know. So exactly. Um, I feel like, again, the Russo brothers just did an amazing job with that. Um, they, they, uh, yeah, I'm sitting nine, nine and a half. Okay. But, nine and a half. That, you know, that's, that's that nine, nine and a half range. That's, I was at uh, eight and a half on this one. Um, I think, uh, like I said, uh, like we just said to basically echo your sentiment, uh, Captain Marvel ruined the beginning of the movie and made me almost, if I wasn't sitting in the very back, I wanted to throw my soda, but I'm like, I would hit somebody in about midway through the theater and it's not their fault. She's an idiot. Right. So I, I, I refrained and it, it, the movie was, I enjoyed it, um, there, you know, like we, we talked about, it's got a few, there's a few flaws here and there, but overall it was because you're dealing with such a broad sweeping storyline, a time heist, you know, you have a five-year time jump, uh, you, you deal with different timelines, a ton of characters, you need to explain this and explain that ad nauseum, um, your ending character arcs that have been going on forever. It, it was a lot to deal with. And like you said, the Russo brothers, I can't say enough good things about what they did here, uh, but I'm still going to go eight and a half on it. Um, yeah. I, I will tell you, we're going to, we're going to see it again this weekend. So um, I, I'm going to go see it again too, because I want to, and maybe we'll do this again after we do a second viewing. Um, yeah. Because you know, we're going to pick up things that, uh, that we didn't see the first time. So, um, yeah, we can uh, we can definitely do that, and uh, I, I just want to say thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, convincing me for two hours this morning. But uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely no. Um, so we can uh, we can do this again because we were always I'm always talking about Marvel stuff, and uh, it's not like there's any shortage. Of, uh, of product coming out because we've got uh, Far From Home coming out in July. We've still got uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, which is kind of probably going to be a hot mess, but we can still talk about that. Yeah, uh, we, we can throw that in with Danvers there, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, what else? Um, obviously, I'm going to go see uh, that new Chadwick Boseman movie, 21 Yeah, Bridges. yeah, you know the Russo Brothers directed that, too. Yes. Yes, when I saw that, I'm like, this is going to be good. I was like, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a good movie. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I'm excited. I, I like Chadwick too. I mean, he's yeah. he's a great actor too. So I'm. It's gonna be good. It'll um, be nice to see him in a more serious role too. Yes, yes. Um, I guess in more. It's just a completely different character. So, Absolutely. I mean, he's a, he's a grown cat in in Marvel, so you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 cool to see him as you know, some big broad, kind of looking mafia dude, but um. Yeah, that's it's gonna be good. I'm yeah, excited. It looks like a good movie. Well, hey, thank you for coming on, Monica. And um, we are going to take a quick break here on the show, and we're gonna come back and kind of wrap things up for the night with my final thoughts. Uh, again, thanks, Monica, for coming on, and uh, we look forward to thanks. having you back on the show. I'll be there. All right. We'll be right back. Anchor listeners, be sure to follow me on Twitter at The Place to Be Reviews. YouTube, Etap Wakuians, The Place to Be Reviews. You can hit me up at mail on, on mail.com. Excuse me as I trip over my words here. The Place to Be Reviews at mail.com. That's about it right there. We'll be right back. Anchor listeners, you got a song coming up next. All right, we are back right here on the Place to Be Reviews, Etep Wakuyan's Place to Be Reviews on YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at the Place to Be Reviews. The Place to Be RE1 is the handle on Twitter. And email the Place to Be Reviews at mail.com. Once again, I'd like to thank my guest, Monica, a good friend of mine for many, many years, for coming on and uh, discussing Endgame for what an hour and a half this evening uh and uh let me know you guys i'll be putting this out on facebook uh this will be on twitter uh the links will be available for you to listen you can listen on itunes spotify and anchor fm get the app leave me you can leave me voice messages on here let me know uh if you guys like the segment i already talked to her off air she's willing to come back on uh, and make it a regular uh, regular Marvel segment that uh, because she's very knowledgeable about the comics way more so than I do than I am so we can throw that in too to kind of get more of a feel for uh, what the comics have so we can definitely uh, definitely do that uh, because like I said I'm about you the listeners if you enjoyed tonight's episode be sure to let me know uh, shoot me an email hit me up on Twitter uh, like I said I'm going to start that Facebook page uh, I can probably do it tonight, get that going, uh, start sharing all the back episodes. Uh, there's going to be more coming down the pipe on YouTube. Uh, so get ready for some live streams, uh, some watch parties, stuff like that, guys, because we are going to make this big. Uh, it's going to be huge. I don't know if it'll be huge, but we'll try for big first. We'll do it bigly first and then see if we can get huge. But I am Pete. Uh, stay tuned this week. What is on tap? You might be wondering if you're not. Well, I don't care. You're going to find out anyway what's on tap this week. Episode 21 will be available on Wednesday. Um, I'm not going to be able to record next Wednesday night. Uh, I will be on another live stream, a uh, toy collector's live stream. So we are going to uh, – I'll be doing that. But – this Wednesday night, episode 21, we're going to get back into my IWE timeline. We're going to talk some Star Wars, and we'll be breaking down some articles from some other websites. And I just got a text message. Uh, let's see if uh, someone's Facebook message. We did not touch on, oh, yep. So I've been reminded that we did not really talk about Professor Hulk. Um, so I am going to make that 
Monica and I's next discussion for episode 22, which should be Monday night. If I'm, if I'm going to put another one in between there, I will let you guys know on Twitter and uh, on here. But no. So we'll shoot for We'll break down some Professor Hulk. And then we can get into some more uh, of the ancillary characters in the cast um, that really didn't get a lot of screen time. Uh, like Ant-Man. Well, Ant-Man got a lot of screen time. But we didn't really talk about Ant-Man. So we're going to talk about Scott Lang. Uh, and we'll really get more into uh, Professor Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner. Next time. Uh, on Mondays, uh, Monday night, we'll do the Marvel segment. We'll have Monica back on for that. So, guys, I am out. It has been a big episode. Uh, we're 20 episodes down with an uh, infinite number more to go. Uh, it's only going to go up from here. So we'll have more guests, uh, more streams. We'll be doing more things on YouTube. You'll get more videos. I promise, guys. Uh, I am Pete. This is the place to be. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, share this on any platform you can on social media. I appreciate it, guys. I love you, and I'm out. Oh, yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't say, Anchor listeners, here comes your song. <laughs>